You're listening to Way Outside. How's it going, everybody? My name is Jay Coffin, and welcome back to Way Outside, a sports podcast filled with analysis, opinions, and some really inspirational stories about incredible feats accomplished by incredible players and an incredible team. Today, we have a lot to talk about. The NBA season just ended last night, and it ended in a major way. The Toronto Raptors won their first ever NBA title. In franchise history after beating the Warriors in six games. This is to this is the first time in NBA history that a championship that NBA champion is 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 outside of the United States. And it's a great thing. I think it's great for um branding the NBA, you know, um for the future of because Canada's there's some really good basketball players in Canada, and I think that's really good for that thing. Obviously, there's some a lot of things I'm going to talk about with this series, and then I'm going to talk about this being both some incredible stats of this series itself, and also the incredible story of how Masai Ujiri, the Raptors general manager, built a championship team with zero lottery picks. Sound intrigued? Just stay tuned. It's going to get better. Okay, so the first thing I do want to talk about, obviously, is this series that was absolutely, I want to say absolutely incredible, but there were some really good moments. There were some really close games. Uh, game one, um, game two was, game two was a close one. Game five was close, and game six was close. Those three were, but the two, the game one was an eh, and the the two game three and four in Golden State weren't even close, man. The thing is, the Warriors, the injuries just caught up to him, man, and uh, it was kind of very frustrating to me because I I'm not a Warriors fan, but it's not fun to see one team not at their be- at their best going up a team not at their best. You know, I want to see a finals where everyone's healthy or not everyone, but you know, key players are healthy. And man, it was really unfortunate they couldn't be for this series, man. Kevin Durant, I feel so bad for him. Man, I'm tired of everyone calling him a pussy or saying he doesn't got heart because this guy sacrificed potentially his career to get to do everything he could on Game Five to get them the win before rupturing his Achilles. Man, that was so brave, and I think that this anyone that's called Kevin Durant a snake, that's when you need to stop it because this guy just proved how much he cares about winning, how much he cares about his teammates. And it's honestly brave. It's really sucky that I do because he's going to miss probably at least the entire year. And going into a 
free agency free agent this year. That's not great, man. But um, Clay Thompson, man, I gotta talk about this one because I love Clay. Clay is just Clay is one of the most. Clay can fit on any team. Clay, Clay is pretty much the perfect shooting guard in the modern NBA. He is six seven. Is this is arguably the second greatest three point shooter of all time? An all NBA defender doesn't need the ball to score. Doesn't require a lot of dribbles. And can move without the ball. And will defend the best player on each team and still get you 22 to 23 points a game. Man, whenever he, I think he got first, he got first got injured in game, in game two, man, that was really upsetting because Clay Thompson, man, this guy and this guy can get hotter than anybody in the history of the NBA. If you don't believe me, there's some here's some records to prove it. This guy has scored 37 points in one quarter. I'm gonna repeat this. He has scored 37 points in one quarter, with also without missing a shot. He scored 37 points in one quarter on shot 13 of 13 in the field, including nine of nine from three. He's also made 14 threes in a game, which is another NBA record. And did it in three quarters against my Chicago Bulls, but we don't have to talk about that. And also, he, became, he is the fast. He scored 60 points in the least amount of time in NBA history. He scored 60 points in 29 minutes on 11 dribbles. Bro, when this guy gets hot, it's when Steph Curry gets hot, like it's a problem when Clay Thompson gets hot. You are going to you can't win beat them, as long as he um doesn't get hurt. And we're gonna get into that game six thing a little bit later because game six Clay is something special, man. But um yeah, I was really seeing and it was really weird, confusing. I was watching this game with my um one of my best friends, and um so when Clay goes out, obviously when he lands, you can, it looks really bad, you know. Um, but so when he walks out. So we, they're going to the break, you know, he walks out. When you see him walking back in, first of all, you're already like, what the hell's going on? I know about the free throw rule, but it's like, I thought he would have already known about it, but then he was walking back, but apparently he didn't. So then he went out and shot the free throws, made them both, and then was like trying to limp, playing, limp back, playing defense, but Steve Kerr needed to get him out of the game. And a quote that I heard about what happened is that, so Clay is, okay, I'm going to, Clay had torn his ACL, Okay. I mean, obviously, he doesn't know that. We don't know that then. But he turns to Steve Kerr, and I know he's on a live room. He says, with the tornado, give me two more rests. I'll, two, more, two, two minutes rest, I'll be ready to play. That is absolutely ridiculous. Clay Thompson was literally trying to sacrifice his legs to get amputated. The sad thing is he didn't end up. He, he, um, he went back to the locker room. He tried running around doing jumping jacks. But then 15 minutes later, mysteriously, man, he was just out on crutches. And when I see this, like, I'm in shock. I obviously, obviously, I know it's a lot to see different see him running jumping jacks. But to see him doing all that running and then he just come out in crutches and looks arguably as hurt as KD, if not more, that was just ridiculous to see. And man, everyone knew that at that point the game was over. Like, even though it stayed close, it was literally Steph Curry, 35-year-old Andre Iguodala, 34-year-old Sean Livingston, Boogie Cousins, who can at that point, at this point, at that point can jump about only seven inches off the ground, and Draymond Green, who, uh, if Draymond Green's your secondary scorer, 
you're not going to win anything. Yeah, and they kept it close till the end, but man, the Raptors just pulled it out. And obviously, I cannot predict the future, but I am 95% sure if Clay Thompson does not get hurt there and ends up finishing this game, the Warriors win this game six. He had 30 points on 12 shots. He was just, he was getting into the groove right before he got hurt. Um, Steph Curry would have so much more space and not have to, and wouldn't, it wouldn't be as physical on him because they have to guard Clay. And you never know what happens at back at game seven. But I think even, I think the thing was that the Warriors realized when Clay went down, it's like, even if we somehow win this game six, we're, we have no shot in game seven. And I think at that point, they kind of just like, they didn't, obviously they didn't try to let it down, but that, they, they kind of folded and kind of just been like, yeah. And you could kind of just see it. But, um, yeah, that was really upsetting to see because I'm not a Warriors fan, but it's really upsetting to see two great, two players who are going to one day be in the Hall of Fame, both going to miss next season, the entire city of next season. And, and I know we want Perry in the league, but the Warriors dynasty is historic. Do you know the last time a team made five straight NBA finals? Not um not the Lakers, not Kobe's Lakers, not Shaq, not the Kobe and Shaq Lakers, not the Magic Johnson Lakers, not the Bird Celtics, not Jordan's Bulls, not any of, not even the, not the Spurs, none of them. LeBron James hasn't even made it to the finals five straight years with the same team. But the instead the last time was the fifth. The, Bought the Celtics dynasty in the 50s and 60s, which is the most dominated period of winning in, in may, possibly all of sports. When they won, Bill Russell won 11 rings in 13 years, but we all know about that. When you're doing something that hasn't been done in since the almost the beginning of the sport, especially with all the changes now and all the things uh, out there to make five straight finals, it doesn't matter who you have on your team because there's a, injuries happen. And I think this showed that, man. Even if you have talent, that doesn't mean you're going to get to the finals. Getting to the finals one year is impressive. Getting there five straight years, regardless of how much talent you have, requires so much talent, physical energy, mental energy. It's just insane, man. And I really hope that the Warriors will be back in two years. Because, man, I don't want to see the LeBron start winning again. I'm not going to give him a kick, bro. Okay, but now it is time, of course, to move into the Raptor side of this, man. Kawhi Leonard was at this... Kawhi Leonard was literally, Kawhi Leonard played like Michael Jordan in the finals. He's not as good. I'm not even trying to say that. I don't know. But Kawhi Leonard played like Michael Jordan in this finals. He dominated the series. He didn't, his presence alone made his team feel more calm and confident. His presence alone changes the demeanor. His defense is going to go down his all-time elite his offensive game now is in- incredible. His strength is ridiculous. And, man, he, the average, he's such a deserved finals MVP. Average 28 and 8, I think. Shot, didn't shoot the rest on the field, but also... What happens when you're carrying a lot of the load offensively? Because even though the Raptors got some help from someone in every game, they didn't get. They never. They they were never getting the same guy. So they never had a. They never had a guy that was going to get twenty five. They had some guy they would get the guys from the 17, 18 from one guy. I think 
Kyle Lowry in game six, man, he was absurd. He scored the first 11 points for the Raptors, man. Kyle Lowry was just banging shots from everywhere. And um, it was really cool to me to see because, you know, Kyle Lowry has gotten so much hate for being a choker in the playoffs. And this year, he definitely had some moments where he struggled, but he had some really good games in the playoffs, man. And they're not winning. They, they did, I know Kawhi's the thing, but if, Kawhi, if Kyle Lowry's not on this team, they're not winning the, chi- they're not winning the championship, man. Kyle Lowry has was a great his facilitating his ability to draw charges at an elite rate. His shooting, um, he's a very selfless player, and it's that's not the team. I don't know. It's hard to honestly. I know it's so easy to say. Oh, Kawhi is definitely staying because they won. The Raptors won, but honestly, I don't know. Kawhi is just is surprised. Is will make you. Every decision you think is going to happen, Kawhi will make it not happen. So at least at this point, I don't even want to guess. But the last thing I'm going to talk about is how this Masai Ujiri, who I am there, who is um, right now in a scandal for apparently hitting a police officer after winning the finals. Don't ask Kawhi, because I have no idea. But, yeah. So Masai Ujiri is, prim- if you don't know who this guy is, if you remember the last time before, like, the Nuggets this year, the Nuggets were good when they had Anthony and Billups and all that stuff. Masai Ujiri was the president of basketball operations for them. That's when they made it to the Western Conference Finals one year. They were a playoff team that did. But when after in the 2014 season, that's when he came to Toronto. And Toronto is is a, is a very new franchise. It's only it's, Van Ant had barely been around 20 years, I don't even think. Yeah. But, um, yeah. This team had some playoff experiences with like Carter McGrady, but they hadn't they hadn't gone far. They had never even made they've never made it to the conference finals and stuff. And um, his second year, they made Demar Derozan and Kyle Lowry made it to the Eastern Conference Finals and took the Cavs six games. But everyone knows it about. But after um, twenty seventeen, after being swept by the Cavs both in twenty seventeen and in twenty eighteen, Masai Jury realized that something had to change. Even though LeBron was at the East, they realized that that team wasn't current doing enough this. So in that summer, of course, they dealt, they traded for Kawhi Leonard and Danny Green from the DeRozan, and um, which is when you think about how good these players, Kawhi Leonard was the fifteenth overall pick in his draft. That's not a lottery pick. Danny Green was a second round pick. Look at if you look at this, Marcus Saul was a second round pick. Um, Serge Ibaka was not a lottery pick. Uh, Fred Van Fleet wasn't drafted. Pascal Siakam was Barrett was twenty seventh pick in the first round. Every, all of their top ten guys in minutes played. None of them were a lottery pick. That is ridiculous. This and this team wasn't just. They didn't just have Kawhi. This team was deep. This team was defensively was all time elite. Nick Nurch is an outstanding coach. This team. They they like you could see how much they like to play with each other. You see how they rallied around having an entire country behind their back. And honestly, man, that was a crazy experience. I'm I'm very happy for anyone that's a Toronto fan or anyone that just like wants to didn't want the Warriors to win because you got it. Okay, guys, I think that's pretty much it for this episode. I'm gonna I'm gonna be doing some more stories and stuff about that since you know there's no games I'm gonna be taught be able to talk about for basketball. But I'm obviously also gonna be incorporating other sports. But um. For and today, I think that's it. And if you're um, if you enjoyed, make sure to um, follow me and like this and share with all your friends. Um, thanks for listening. To Way outside. My name is Jake Kaufman. We'll see you next time.